0: Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I am your host, Jake. And I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. We're late because Jake is slow at playing Call of Duty, and it is his fault.
1: Hey, okay, listen. Warzone 2 came out today. Kyle wouldn't know because his computer decided not to download nope, the
0: game nope, quickly. Nope, um, But computer. I get to know Dynamite about server it. servers suck.
1: And so I was playing it, and that was my first dub. We had almost 20 kills, so I'll take it. So, Kyle, you can suck it.
0: All right, and on the second note of how... Jake is bad at things. Uh, Mustache contest update, live.
1: Yeah, I told you from the start, I told you I stood no chance.
0: Oh, man. I said, I'm going to
1: grow one just to see what it looks like, but it's not going to be good.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Reminder to everybody, update from the last episode. It's my fault, so I'll take the blame on this one, that it took so long to get the tweet out there with the ratings of different foods that we did with our guest. Uh, Tony, so head over to Twitter to vote in that poll and look at how we ranked things and tell Jake that he sucks because last I checked he was in third place. The, uh, the polls
1: already ended and I lost. Tony won, you came in second, but come comment on the post and tell us yeah, how fucking stupid we are. Yes. Pra- particularly me apparently.
0: Because Jake is bad at food.
1: I'm not bad at food. Carly I have, disagree. I have different choices.
0: <laughs> All right, Jake, what are you drinking this week?
1: Uh, I'm going to start off with, this is Maplewood Brewing's Crispy Cakes, which is a pastry case ale. Don't know what a case ale is, but it's a pastry version of it.
0: All right, well, since you're doing a pastry, I will do a pastry of sorts. I'm doing Epidemic Ales, Ooh, pineapple upside down cake. It sounds pretty good. It's a hazy, uh, which means I'm probably not gonna like it.
1: It's not gonna taste like pineapple upside down cake.
0: And it's also probably not going to taste like pineapple upside down cake. But I like the label, and it sounded good. Big pineapple fan.
1: That's 90% of the reasons why I choose most of the beers that I choose.
0: Unfortunately, like I said, I probably won't like this. I think IPAs are, like, the trendy thing, right? Like, everybody hits that phase where they're like, oh, I'm going to have an IPA. And, like, 10% of the people that try IPAs actually, like... Continue to drink IPAs after right. that like month long phase that you go through.
1: I I never really I shouldn't say I never went through a phase with them. I definitely have had times in my life where I've liked them more, but I'll also just randomly have days where it's like I'm just going to drink IPAs today, and like that's Mm-mm. the
0: choice I make. Couldn't be me. Well, I fuck. Usually I don't, I don't like them. I don't but like why, why buy I don't them? Like them. I usually don't, but I like the label and I like pineapple. I wanted to try it.
1: I respect it. But, I believe you go first this week, Mr. Kyle.
0: That could be true. I won't confirm or deny it, but I will allow it.
1: (laughs) I respect it. Because
0: I never know if that's true or not.
1: I would have fact-checked my ass, but I'm glad that you didn't.
0: Yeah, I'll just tell you it's your turn every other time. So, (laughs) you got to me first. I can go Um, first.
1: I've got my topics ready to roar.
0: No, I've got mine too. Uh, I will say that I was sick all of the weekend, so I'm still a little congested and sound probably a little goofy. I I live in Illinois,
1: so I always sound congested and goofy, so you're good.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. I think I did have a lot more sickness problems when I lived in the Midwest, although I know that doesn't matter. Like, having uh, cold temperatures does not equal sickness. Uh, There's no science there. That being said, I feel like I got sick a lot more in Iowa. Maybe people are just more gross in the Midwest.
1: Uh, It's a combination of more gross in the Midwest and also... It might just be like what you're allergic to and how your body is not allergies.
0: To I had, I think I had a sinus infection. Oh, I, I might still have I, a sinus infection. I heard either.
1: you, I know you were sick and I heard you on the upswing. So yeah.
0: And, and you and still, I think sounded. I'm still kind of on the upswing cause man, like I was down definitely for like two or three days where I'm, I'm a huge baby about being sick. There's no so, doubt about we've, it. We've, we've talked about that it. I'm on a baby. here
1: many times.
0: That being said, I was pretty sick. Uh, it took a lot of NyQuil to go to sleep. <laughs> That's all right what you got to do i missed out on a lot of fun things because i was sick so uh i had a chance to revisit one of those things uh because i had a friend hook us up with some awesome seats to something so i've decided to expand this topic into a few different things so if you want to take notes be prepared because i have multiple things that you need to answer
1: okay Uh, let me pull up word
0: let me know when you're ready
1: all right go for it
0: okay So I wanna know what is the best professional sports atmosphere you've ever witnessed, or like been a part of, right? I'm talking atmospherics only. Fantasy atmosphere, and what I mean by that is like uh, something that's been replicated from like a book or a movie, uh, some sort of a party, anything that was reproducing some sort of like a fantasy world, Mm -hmm. the best experience you've had with that type of an atmosphere, the best work atmosphere you've ever been a part of, and the best living place, atmosphere wise that you've ever been or lived in define you is going to be limited. I was going to say, I mean, to have physically lived in that place, but we're talking for like a week. No, 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 no. Like you were established. You had an address there.
1: Okay. All right. Let's start off with the sports one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard.
0: I'll go. AT&T stadium. Yep, And it's easy for me because I'm a Dallas fan, right? Like I I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. There's no doubt about it. So when I go to AT&T stadium, I get sucked into the atmosphere of that building. Not only is the stadium incredible, but I like to watch the Cowboys and be a part of that and feel the crowd noise and everything that goes along with that. So that was, that is the best atmosphere that I've ever ever been to because of my relation to this, the, the team. That being said, I don't like the NBA. But I do have to give some credit to the fact that I went to a Kings game last night, and the Kings apparently are a pretty bad basketball team regularly, and sure. they, yeah, I have no idea. But anyway, take they went. It, from, take your
1: word <clears throat> for it. Don't watch bask. Don't watch the sport at all. Me neither. So. No.
0: And they went uh, from a 500 record to like they're a winning record for the first time in the season. Nice. Uh, last night while I was there, and they just totally smoked the Nets. Uh, so it was, they were, they could have won by 40 and then they just kind of slowed down at the end of the game. So they won by like 30 points, but it was pretty fucking fun. Like the atmosphere was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so it was pretty cool to be a part of that. Uh, and thanks to my friend Riley, uh, for the hookup there. Um, but AT&T still wins out. Bush stadium is a close, close second, I think. Cause I used to be a huge Cardinals fan. I don't watch baseball nearly as much as I used to, but gotcha. AT&T is mine.
1: Okay. So I thought you were talking like trying to get me to name a specific, like, I'm talking about time. For me atmosphere. then it, oh for me then that's super easy and it's Wrigley Field. Nothing yeah. beats Wrigley Field to me. And, but uh, I have yeah. a caveat on that. If I could pick one event to like or one place to be, it'd be the waste management open. Yeah. And I wanna sit on seventeen. Yeah. Or is it sixteen?
0: I think it's sixteen.
1: I wanna be there like when they hit the hole in one and everybody's just yucking Mick Ultra cans onto the course. Yeah.
0: I wanna be part of that, but. Have you been? I haven't, no. I have. I know. And I don't give a shit about golf. And I could get fired up at that place. It's so, it's sick. Let me say though, if you, and you are right, that is, a, that is a, an atmosphere experience truly. Because you could hate the sport, right? And still go there yeah. and have a good time. And the thing to know about, uh, if you're gonna ever try to do the Waste Management Open, which is in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, you need to go there with the intention of making that a multi-day event. You can't just. Oh yeah, no, I'd go you if can't I went. Go stop for a few hours and leave. It doesn't work like that. Like you have to dedicate time. It's like being at a fucking festival. Like you need to be there uh, and experience that place because it. it, it <laughs> there's a I lot want, of shit going on.
1: I want to get like five or six people, and I want to make it like a festival. Like I, I want to go. Back. Th- I want to go Thursday through Sunday. I want an Airbnb. Yeah, I'd go I want to black out every day by by the twelfth hole.
0: Yeah, dude, and my, my biggest mistake, and I had a lot of fun there, and I had a lot more opportunity to go there and chose not to, and then COVID ruined a couple times that we were thinking about it. I was gone for work one time, and I couldn't... Yeah, I missed out on a lot of opportunity yeah. to go there, but um, I would definitely go back because my the only time I did go, I made the mistake of showing up on like a Friday or a Saturday, mm-hmm. maybe. It, it doesn't... One of the two, right? I go in, I... I'm like why am I here I don't give a fuck about golf and then it took me a few hours to warm up to like the the idea of it right well I walk in like and you start to see like how, how like large scale this event truly is yeah. and then I uh like halfway through the day I was like yeah it's pretty legit I started drinking a little bit more and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like everything starts slowing down and I'm like god damn it like I was just getting into this and then I had to leave because I didn't I had no intention of making that a multi-day thing so right I'd go back and do it the right way yeah <clears throat>
1: That's sick. Uncle Kyle says old Chicago Stadium. I'm assuming by that he means football, uh, Comiskey Park. If I had to guess, because he. But I don't, I'm not 100 percent on that. Um, next up for me, so the next one you said was like a fantasy experience that you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: I can go first again. I'm uh, ready. You might have to. All right. What's the Universal next one after Studios. this? Though, so I can. Mm-hmm. The next one after this is work uh okay, that easy. universal studio studios the wizarding world of harry potter is an unbeatable experience if you are a harry potter fan and i grew up a huge harry potter fucking fan and so i walked into that and carly like filmed me walking into like diagon alley which is the first place you kind of like walk into because uh, there's like a little bit of like scattered like things about the wizarding world like mm-hmm. or whatever like i think the night bus was outside of like the actual like, uh, main location that they have and like stuff like that. Like there's a couple like standalones, but the first true experience you get into that is like walking into Diagon Alley and I'm walking up and I just was like, like literally like jaw drops, like fucking like heavy breathe kind of a thing. And so, uh, that was like one of the coolest atmospheres I've ever been a part of and shout out to Carly for taking me out there.
1: Yeah, that's sick. I've Mm. never been, I want to go. Um, for me, this is going to be the dumbest fucking answer I can give, but I don't care the fucking men in black ride also at universal mm. where you're like in the th- the ship and you're shooting the aliens yeah that's a good that's one that's the single most fun that i've ever had and it's a good one park. yeah it's so competitive too like everybody in your carts are like f- trying to to be the winner yeah that one that's sick Uncle i carly
0: I might remember the name of this place and carly might remember the name of this place too i can't remember what it was called but there was like an event center or like a like an activity center i don't know what you would even call it and i think it was in cedar rapids but it might have been in des Moines, iowa Uh, Where you'd go, and they had Men in Black laser tag, and it was like the coolest fucking thing as a kid. Because my parents took us down there, and we did that, and it was like you felt like you were like in that scene in Men in Black when they're like shooting the aliens, you know, and like they're doing like the marksman testing or whatever the fuck. I I think that's what they're doing, right? They're like yeah, I think so. Shoot well or whatever. Uh, It's one of the challenges when he's like trying out for the Men in Black. That was really fucking cool, and it's a similar experience to that, you know, like the doing the ride
1: yeah um so when you say work experience like a singular work event atmosphere work atmosphere. what was the
0: best atmosphere that you worked in where was that
1: uh what
0: company what place what location specifically doesn't matter just i'm talking atmospheres
1: um for me it was probably the sprint store that i worked at we were just when i first like for the first like six months that i worked there we were all just like really good friends we'd all we'd hang out after work we'd go get lunch together and it was super cool because we were close to like main event, which if you're not familiar, it's kind of like a more upscale Dave and Buster's. Okay. Um, so it's got like bowling, it's got laser tag, it's got all that stuff. So we would go do that all the time. And just like, gen- like generally speaking, like just f- at the beginning, the best group of people that I worked with, my f- cop out answer to that was almost right here because I sit in this chair and work most days and my room is pretty sick. answer.
0: Like I I can work out. I don't have to leave the room.
1: I've I've rearranged the room a little bit over the past day. Don't know how I feel about it. Make it rearranged back. Trying to make the space a little more functional.
0: I've had zero opportunities to work from home. And I cannot comment on how awesome the atmosphere is, but I can imagine it probably is.
1: It's pretty sick. Like you get your dogs all day. Yeah. You don't have to ask somebody. Like you don't have to do that awkward walk to the bathroom six times a day because you drink too much water.
0: I, don't have that I, I
1: had that job at my last job before this one um, when I worked at the college one of the colleges I drink I drink a gallon of water a day I piss yeah. like 20 times a day and most of those are at work because I try and like taper my drinking off before I go to bed so I don't wake up and piss 10 times in the middle of the yeah. night and so I'd literally like stand up go to the bathroom come back 30 minutes later stand up go to the bathroom come back and that's awkward. It's really awkward. And you oh, the actually the most awkward part is when you have to take a shit and it's not one of those easy shits that you have where it's like boom in and out. No, you have one of those like 15 minute, 20 minute shits. You're just scrolling through TikTok. Not really in any hurry to get up. You have one of those every once in a while. But when you have one of those in the office or at the store that you're working at or, or whatever, everybody's like, you okay?
0: Dude, I'm going to tell you a story and maybe I shouldn't admit this. But like... <clears throat> In my brain, right, like so. I think there's always like a, there was always a like discomfort with pooping in public, right? And I think a lot of people probably have that same same vibe, right? Like you just don't like to shit in public. It's just you know you're you're in a vulnerable state. You want to shit not at your the own vibe. house, right? Okay, so <clears throat> my peak level of not giving a fuck about shitting in public anymore happened to align with the worst possible place to be willing to shit in public. <laughs> And that was at my last job that I had before where I'm working right now. And uh or in Arizona at least, uh, my office was like the smallest office. It was like basically the size of my garage. It was a tiny fucking building. Yeah. And dead fucking in the middle of that building is the shitter. And it's a single shitter. And there is absolutely zero ventilation in this building. Oh, that's tough. And so <laughs> like if anybody's shit in there and open the fucking door, everybody's smelling it for as long yeah. as that fucking stench lasts. And I just didn't give a fuck. I truly didn't give a fuck anymore. I was like, if I got a shit, I'm fucking taking a shit. And so I would yeah, move I mean, in that I tiny mean. ass little trailer building. And I and I wasn't the only one, right? Like, I think most people in there didn't really give a fuck. There's one dude, he, he like, he'd walk around and he's like, anybody need to use the bathroom? Like, every time you would have to take a shit. To, and I'm like, dude, please stop doing that. Like, don't even give me the heads up. I respect I don't it, know. though. I do too, but he, I don't know. I just, it was uncomfortable. Anyway, that was the worst. Anyway. This is that was totally a tangent. It didn't matter at all to the story, but those things line perfectly, man. Perfect. I don't give a fuck. Worst place to do it. And I Respect. started shooting in public. Now I just don't all give right. a
1: fuck. Still. Last up, somewhere we lived.
0: Hold on, I gotta do my work one first. Because I was just telling you. Oh a story yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, My bad. My best work atmosphere, and this is an interesting because I think the older I get, the worse the atmospheres get. I mean that very seriously. Like I think. And it's no like discredit to the people I work with or the jobs. I think it might just be a product of like you get older and you realize that the work is the work now and it's not like the social thing. You know what I mean? Like I have to go work to keep myself alive. I'm not going to work to like have spare cash or like I'm going to work to like have something to do while I'm going through college and like help me pay my tuition. Right. It's like I have to work to live now. And it, and I think that that changes the, the mentality that goes into working. Which I think is like a a perfect line of disconnect, where like almost every job that I look back on that was like pre-college graduation Mm -hmm. was a pretty fucking good vibe, yeah, like a pretty good atmosphere. Agree. And I think it's because of what I was just talking about, where like the reason you're working isn't the same, and like you just make friends and like have a good time and like you go out together or whatever, and 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 that changes over time. But anyway, I think the probably the best atmosphere I had was the water park that I worked at, which was Lost Island Water Park. I'll name them because that place is dope and. It's in Waterloo, Iowa, if you want to go. It's, like, the second best water park in the world, or in the United States. But I think that's, like, a biased poll. No offense to the water park. Uh, and, like, this, the number one is, like, Wisconsin or something like that, which it's funny that they're both in, like, the Midwest. Yep. Um, but anyway, it was a great place. I worked outside. My boss was dope. The people that worked there were dope. I just would, like, hang out. in my job responsibility, truly my responsibility was pretty low. I was a lifeguard, but like so it should be kind of high. But, like... Most of the water there is, like, three feet or less, right? So, like, my job itself was not difficult. I just needed to pay attention, hang out, and have a good time. So, that was a really good atmosphere there. But I've had plenty. Like, a lot of my college jobs were great.
1: I'm going to change my answer, actually, to the first college that I worked at. That was actually the most fun. After I rethought about everything, that group of people, like, I was an adult, but they were legitimately friends. Like, we still all talk to this day. We've all gone off different directions for the most part, but, like, we still... We golf together. We go out together. We're planning like a team dinner now that it's been like a year or two since we've really all seen each other. They're actually, that's actually my number one. I'm changing that answer. That's the first college fair. that I worked Except at, it. Lewis University. I'll name them. I don't care. It was a great place. The people that I worked with, my team was awesome. Um, Last up is where we lived. Yep. And
0: this is easy for you. Should be easy for you. You lived in like three they, places.
1: I know, but each of them have like... <laughs> Everywhere I've lived has a really like a big plus and then a big yeah. negative. Okay. So it's hard. I'm gonna go with. I think the def- the best possible answer is where I live now, my current house. We're in a yeah. spot. That we're like our neighborhood's not like we're not in some super rich neighborhood with like the everybody around us isn't like the greatest neighbors in the world, like making it great. But like, we're really central to everywhere that we want to be everywhere that we want to go. Like my parents' house is 10 minutes, 15 minutes away. Just as parent, just as mom and and siblings live in our neighborhood. Um, like our our favorite breweries are five minutes from here. The the bottle shop that we like to go to is 15, 20 minutes from here. Everywhere we grew up going is 25, 30 minutes away from here. So that's all awesome. But it's also like our first space where it's like, we lived on our own and we really could do whatever we want cuz it's yeah. something that we own.
0: Yeah, that changes it for sure.
1: Cuz like living at Lewis was great. We didn't pay anything to live there. It was arguably it was probably pretty close to the same it's size. It a
0: cinder block building.
1: Yeah, like the cinder blocks obviously sucked, but besides that it's like it vibe, was that's for sure. it, it was free. Yeah. We it, it was a big space. Like it was probably the same square footage as our house. Like it was yeah, it a wasn't huge a apartment. apartment. Yeah. Not that uh, I had but actually there, gone inside. there were shit you yeah, you didn't you could have, but you didn't
0: didn't that's true
1: um but uh besides that it was pretty shitty like the we had one apartment that we really liked but we couldn't have dogs there which sucked for us at the time and it was just like it was a house that got turned into four apartments so we Mm -hmm. were like the top apartment which was cool and it was fully redone before we moved in and everything was nice and pretty in there but it still had its drawbacks obviously so those are like the two close ones but the house this house is probably number one so far keyword so far
0: if my family didn't live there and my i didn't meet my wife there i would think that the midwest was probably the worst place on the planet um that that's probably an exaggeration but i i fucking hate the cold and so as soon as you insert like ice cold feet of snow freezing yeah, it was snowing winds, today and the yesterday. atmosphere is already just a dog shit place to me <laughs> it's so I, I, I was never gonna be it for me
1: Here's the thing, though. If you move somewhere where the weather's nice all the time, you never get the joy of going on a vacation to better weather.
0: I agree with you about certain aspects of that statement. And I think that you need to be specific in the way that you say. It's not if the weather's nice. It's if it's like a touristy-style destination for me. Like, I lived in Florida, right? And Florida ruined, like, the ocean vacation, like, mentality for me. Yeah. Because you live near it, and you start to you start to lose respect for that, that as a as a tourist destination or like a, a you know, a, v- a vacation thing. And, it, and that does start to suck. And I think I've overcome that now, but like, it's the same thing with when I lived in Arizona in the mountains, like you live, like you start to have less appreciation for what the mountains provide when you live right next to them. Um, and so I will agree with you in that. My current situation is probably the best atmosphere that we've lived in because agree, love our house. We love the area. We love what's around there's shitloads loads of things to do, but we're also like, everything's a little bit of a drive, but it's not like where we were like packed in and like the driving sucked in Tucson. Here is a lot better. It's like a little bit more open. You feel like you have a little bit of room to breathe. It still yeah. has somewhat of a small town vibe. It
1: felt like I was in the Midwest, just also kind of in the desert.
0: And the weather's better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like, is it kind of cold here? Yes. Now. But Jake would make fun of me for saying that because Kyle said like that shit minutes. earlier.
1: It was 60... 60- three degrees or something like that and i'm like kyle it's 30 and it's snowing <laughs> it literally it snowed here today i don't yeah. want to hear about kyle being cold in california
0: it it was cold it was Sucked cold today ass. it really was and and i'm a, i am truly a baby about the cold now too because i lived in the desert for a while and it like you start to get used to being 100 degrees all the time yeah um but the atmosphere in tucson was not it like I enjoyed my time there, no doubt about it. And I think if you lived on like the west side of the of the city and you were like a college student, the atmosphere would be like Oh pretty yeah, good. I can see that pretty, being pretty awesome. Solid. Yeah. But as an adult working, living on the other side of town, it's it wasn't it. Yeah.
1: I can so, see yeah. that. It was it was a fun place to visit and it could have been better if it wasn't still like COVIDy times so and we could have like gone yeah, up to Phoenix. 100%. I wish you guys could have
0: come not in fucking COVID.
1: That's fine. We'll have to go to Phoenix anyway for the waste management. Sometime. That's true. Yeah. So we'll make we'll it, it. We'll we'll make it work. Um, but yeah, that's
0: it. We could probably think of a b- bunch of different reasons to talk about atmospheres, but I thought of those four right off the top of my head. So that's yeah, what we I like think. it. No, that's that topic. was a
1: good topic. All right, nice. what do you got? What's up? All right. So uh, this is all over my TikTok. Uh, so I'm going to continue gonna to steal content from TikTok. TikTok because I can. Um, so we're gonna. I'm going to give you something, and you're going to tell me if it's overrated, underrated, or
0: perfectly rated. Okay.
1: Uh, We're going to start off with number one, pizza.
0: Okay, so when you say overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated, do I just mean like the general population, what I think that they think?
1: Yeah, general consensus. Based off of what you think general consensus is on that topic, do you think that's perfectly rated, underrated, or
0: overrated? Probably, pizza's probably pretty well rated, if I I had to be honest. I think most people would agree that pizza's fucking solid.
1: I, I agree with you there. Um, next up avocados
0: overrated hugely overrated. overrated avocados taste like dirt and I know I'm unique in that like sentiment but I and I actually came around a little bit my brother made guacamole when I was home for my other brother's wedding and usually I wouldn't even try it because I fucking don't like avocado but I tried it and I was like eh, it's fine and then uh, there was some avocado in my food at the restaurant the other night and I took like one bite of it and I was like oh fine okay but like people drool over that shit and yeah overrated
1: I like it a lot. It's definitely overrated, so I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, next up, this one may hit a little close to home based off of the past couple of days. Yeah, Taylor right. Swift.
0: Overrated. Big, I think, big, big a- time. I think T-Swift is accurately rated. I'm sure you do. You're a Taylor Swift fan, though, and I am not. It has don't... nothing to do with Taylor Swift as a person. But Carly likes to accuse me sometimes of like hating Taylor Swift the person, and I, I don't. I don't know anything about Taylor Swift the person. Taylor Swift can do whatever the fuck she wants, but her music burns my ears a little bit. And the fact that she released ten minute versions of her songs makes my ears like hurt real bad. No, the the ten minute versions go (laughs) hard. I'm sure that you think so, and Carly does too. She found a like a different variation of the ten minute song and was gonna play that back to back with the ten minute one the other night, and I like shut the radio off. I like I can't fucking do it. I cannot
1: do it. I'll sit in silence. Overrated. All right, whatever. Uh, Next up, beer
0: um i think we're probably in a state of overrating right now mm. personally i think the the rise of like the microbrewery and like the the way that it, like beer is uh treated like some posh thing now probably puts it in slightly overrated category um yeah i don't have much else to say about that that's true i don't have an emotional connection to lyrics most of the time that that is true oh,
1: i do i cry at songs like every other day but i'm also a baby I think um, I pick
0: up on, like, the vibe of a song yeah. without ever listening to the lyrics. So, like, if a sad song plays, I'm like, eh, okay, it's a sad song, right? Like, I can understand right. that it's a sad yeah. song. You can it's tell not, the like, tempo. I, I miss and, the emotion, yeah. but it's, I just don't connect with songs like that usually.
1: Um, for me, I think beer is underrated. And I think there are a lot of people who just flat out say, like, they don't like the category of beer. And then there's hear that that much, I guess. I do. I hear it all the time. And just flat out, like... There's a beer for you. I promise you, there is a beer that you will enjoy. Yeah. Like, it, it's almost impossible not to find one at this point. So, for me, it's underrated. Um, next up, Cheeseburgers.
0: Mm, probably relatively accurately rated. I agree. Yeah.
1: That one's a little tougher. I almost think they're underrated, but, anyways.
0: American Classic.
1: Um, next up, New Year's Eve. Overrated hundred yeah. percent. Thank Big you time. Yeah, Je, it, Jess always says it's her favorite holiday and I'm like why You because you get drunk for a day. I can do that. I can do it tonight if I want
0: Well to be fair, that's any holiday for us, yeah. right? Like what do you do on Thanksgiving? Uh, I eat some food and then I get drunk. What do you do on Christmas? I open a present and then I get drunk like yeah it, It's the holidays. Um, that being said though New Year's Eve they're, they're, It's not like it can't be fun Oh, it's yeah. It's just celebrating the calendar ro- rolling over is, is, is a little bit strange when you think about it. You know, I guess you're living in another year, and if you're like living in the moment, that's that's one way to think about it. But overall, yeah. I think the holiday is probably a little overrated.
1: I agree with you there. Um, mm-hmm. Social media.
0: Overrated. Agreed. Yeah. Big time. Probably don't need to explain that one. Maybe I do. You can uh, tell me in the comments if I do. <laughs> um,
1: I'm trying to think of. Some of these are good, some of these aren't. So I'm trying to. Blue skip check marks some on Twitter. Them. Uh, now they're overrated.
0: <laughs>
1: he yes. says that because I have one.
0: He does, yeah, yeah, he does. It's overrated for sure. It's definitely. Uh, yeah. Grumpy about it recently. Just you because just got- I appreciate anybody's desire to want that for themselves. Like, if you're willing to do it, man, do it. But as soon as you start trying to like guilt people about, yeah, shit on Twitter and being like, rah, rah, shut the fuck up, go away.
1: Yeah. Um, bubble wrap Pop- Specifically the popping of bubble Ooh, wrap
0: No that's ac- that's accurately rated I think people really enjoy that experience I almost think it's a little underrated I don't know man I think anybody that I've ever Been around that's popping bubble wrap appreciates It maybe like the disgruntled Parent who has like, yeah. had the kids Popping it around maybe they don't maybe they like Hate it and they're Not rating it properly but I think most people Agree
1: Um, Next up a home-cooked meal. You always hear people mm. ranting and raving about finally getting a home-cooked meal.
0: Yeah. It's funny because when you say it, right? Like, when you say a home-cooked meal, like, the thought that goes into my brain is, like, it's a great thing. You know? Yeah. Like, I think that's, like, the like it gives you a sense of, like, that feeling of home and, like, whatever. You're, like, it, there's, a, there's a connotation with that word that makes you think that it's A good thing. Uh, That being said, Carly and I both hate cooking. So it's a little tough. Like my mom doesn't like cooking. My dad doesn't like cooking. Right. Like, so if I think of like my family cooking, I don't think of like, oh, great. I'm going to go and have a home cooked meal. I'd rather go to a restaurant (laughs) probably. Same. So it's probably a little overrated. That being said, though, if you have like a family that like is full of great cooks, I could totally understand why that would be underrated to you.
1: Yeah. For me, it's overrated. And yeah. I'm pretty comfortable saying that. Like, I don't, I've had really great meals at home. Mm-hmm. Same. I don't remember them. I, I take comfort
0: you- into like some, some things that like probably people, you know, take for granted. Like I like homemade spaghetti and like vegetable soup, like stupid things like, like my grandma yeah. made or like my mom made. Like I still yeah, appreciate you those. Some of that home nostalgia. Yeah. But it's not like I'm like, Craving a home cooked meal from my mother, no offense to my mother, she's the best person ever, but yeah. not a huge cook, right? It's I do crave favorite.
1: some of the things that my mom made because my mom cooked us dinner pretty much every night. Um, my yeah. dad, my mom didn't, we'd get my dad grilling out burgers or brats or steaks on the weekend every once in a while, but that not was pretty much really. it. Um, next up, charcuterie boards,
0: uh, okay okay this is a tougher one because I think I think the general consensus of the population is probably a little bit overrating people will pay a lot of money for so like a pretty simple striker yeah. board um but Carly took me to a place in Tucson where I think it was a little posh maybe but the food was actually pretty fucking good yeah and Carly I know she would argue that it's like it was so worth the money and everything like that because they were a little overpriced in my opinion too so probably overrated I guess I'd still go with but I do appreciate like the goodness that comes with that but people have found a way to really upsell that market yeah and like hype it up a ton so that they can charge a shitload of money for it which is why I think it's probably a little too overrated
1: I definitely get that I personally think they're accurately rated yeah it's just like a lot of the stuff you're not gonna like go out of your way to get like
0: I get it I do I really do get it I think it's a great. I just don't think they snack. should be that expensive. <laughs> I agree.
1: I do agree with you there. I, I will admit on that. Um, just a couple more here. The Office. The show. The, the show.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think you could probably generalize this one too to like the famous sitcoms, right? Like you can throw Friends in the same basket, or like I, How I Met Your Mother. I, I don't
1: think you can because I have very strong opinions on all of those.
0: I'm sure you do, but your Friends is
1: on... the most overrated show of all time
0: but i think there are probably plenty of people in the population that would say that about the office is my point oh yeah i think i think popular sitcoms like you have a they're very divisive where you either think that it's uh yes carly i am talking about bruschetta board but i think it's like the same thing in my brain i don't know i know they're not it's all the same to me you gotta try a snackle
1: box one of these days
0: i don't know what the fuck that is so uh
1: to make a Long story short, somebody wanted to bring a charcuterie board to the beach but didn't have a like a good way to do it, so they put it in a tackle box. Mm. And so somebody was like, a por- "Have you tried a portable charcuterie board?" And then yeah. somebody like replied to the picture that they post on Facebook and was like, "We call that a snackle box." Huh, that's
0: pretty good. I was like, "That's clever." Yeah. Anyway, the office is uh, to me, even though I'm a fan of the show, overrated because I, agree. I think I connect with the show and i think it's hilarious but it's the same thing with anything that has like a laugh track or like anything like that where like some of the moments that are you that like they make really funny or like they're pretty good at selling you that it's funny might not be that fucking funny in yeah it's like so like i don't know dude like well that's i love I like. the storyline of the show i like the characters yeah. and it still is funny to me but i understand like it's been way too overhyped
1: that's why i like the office because there's not a laugh track i've always contended if you watch friends without a laugh track you wouldn't know when to laugh
0: which is a popular opinion, right? Like, people talk about that a lot on Twitter with a lot of the major sitcoms and stuff like that, but I think Friends is a good show, too. Like, I think the, sh- the the tale of the show is good. How I Met Your Mother, something similar. I used to make fun of my friends all the time for watching that show. I was like, why the fuck are you watching a show that's, like, set in a bar the whole time? It's like, fucking Cheers, right? Like, is it a good show? I don't know, man. It's probably a little overhyped, but, like, the storyline's still good, so yeah. they're probably all overrated, to be honest.
1: Probably fair. All right, last up for me, iPhones.
0: Um, I think they are accurately rated, but I think the release of a new one is overrated.
1: I'll agree. I'll, I'll agree with you there.
0: Because I think every iPhone essentially offers you the same thing. Are there slight upgrades every time they release one? Yes, and when I say slight, I fucking mean it. Because you're getting maybe a slightly better camera and the best thing is is probably most of the people that are going to go purchase that phone for the camera are not going to take pictures with that regularly um maybe some influencers or some shit do i don't fucking know man and like maybe there are plenty of people that do but i think in general my iphone 11 is the same as my wife uh wife's iphone 14 yeah i think they are the same fucking thing and yeah. so uh, yeah, the, the, the technology itself doesn't change that much from from version to version, and I think that that's been proven. And I think that's why iPhone like sales have have gone down quite a bit as they've released variations of the phone. Mm-hmm. That being said, the technology is good, and I love iPhones. And you can't beat that fucking iPhone like, blue sales iMessage. i-message. <laughs> exactly, iMessage
1: so. underrated. The Which yeah, and
0: doing it like having that available on Wi-Fi is great too because. And they might have something like that for Android now, too. Somebody could correct me if I'm wrong. It's called WhatsApp. No, I mean, not a dedicated app. I'm talking about, like, built-in software.
1: Carly's coming from the top rope.
0: Uh, That's not because of the quality of the photo. It's because she, like, had her phone out and she was taking pictures. I just didn't feel like taking mine out. Because, like, KD was on the fucking court, like, shooting. And I was like, get a boomerang of KD shooting that ball for me. Because, like... It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, right? Like, How many people not really. I mean, that are non-basketball fans are going to go see Kevin Durant play basketball? I mean, a lot. That are non-basketball fans? Probably not. But he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Probably on a board somewhere. And so I, I, I got to go see saw, that live. It was pretty cool.
1: I almost went and saw Steph Curry play because I was in fucking Charlotte and the tickets were $7.
0: I got to see off-brand Steph Curry last night. Seth, Seth Curry. Curry. <laughs> I was like, his brother? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Um, yeah, and it is better, and I just said that. Carly said, uh, you literally said your phone has a better camera, um, which I think she's probably arguing is the reason why I actually told her to take the pictures. Maybe yeah. I could say that, I don't know, but it, it is a better camera. And I think that, it, that is a valid point, but I'm saying like largely that phone is the same as your last phone. The thing that you got was a slight upgraded camera, and you paid a thousand dollars for it. That's my point. You know, so to be
1: fair, we get slight upgrades to our computer parts when we spend a lot of money
0: on them. Hundred percent. Are they overrated? Yeah, they are. They absolutely are. Right. Like, but you know, they're maybe, worth it. They do great marketing. You yeah. know that, and like I think the industry as a whole, when it comes to those things, like they do a really good job of marketing to you that like the the newest thing is great right like it's not even and, and it's funny too when it comes to computer parts and probably iphone things too is they make it very technical and they try to sell you on like the cuda cores are going up I'm like i don't know what a fucking Cuda yeah I don't know is. what that is but you tell me that and I get excited about it right like they do a really good job I'm like they doubled it something double double the de cores I'm like fucking sick bro Let me get know them cores know what the baby the core is. yeah this I know. PC cooler is gonna lower your PC five degrees I'm like does it need to be lowered five degrees yeah. probably not but you're telling me it will you know what I mean yeah it's just they do a good job of advertising so anyway the long story short of all of this ranting is that it's overrated
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much anyways that's my topic how's mm-hmm. your first beer
0: it's not good it's an ipa um it has a sweet taste to it it doesn't taste anything like pineapple or cake um yeah not great
1: uncle kyle says he'll buy the outdated parts now that he's building a pc oh
0: that's a good point uncle kyle let me know i have a pc cooler you might want <laughs> a cpu cooler, he, do- I mean. he doesn't have he just has, he's using a stock cooler right now so i could probably send you that one i'd have to make sure i have all the parts to it and i didn't zombie it up too much uh,
1: my first beer tasted like if you imagine if you mixed a Rice Krispie treat with like a Miller High Life.
0: Is that like a good was, thing or a bad thing? Yes. It was like a <laughs> light
1: beer but kind of sweet. So it was like kind of desserty. That sounds fucking gross. When no, you it was describe pretty good it that
0: way. It was good though. I liked it. I thought <laughs> it was tasty. That makes me want to try it for sure.
1: 375.
0: 375. Okay, uh this one's uh, a 1.0. I don't it's like it. A little IPAs bit better man. than I was
1: expecting. If I'm being it's not. Like, I mean,
0: it's not trash, right? Like it's drinkable. I'm gonna finish it. Not great. Hopefully, my next one's better. And I think it will be. I'm actually go gonna
1: switch beers. So you announce your next beer. First. I gotta finish mine first. Okay. And keep well, talking. Give me three seconds. Keep
0: talking. Okay. Actually, I can just do this. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna go
1: over to my beer fridge now.
0: I said, keep talking. <laughs> he just completely abandons his microphone. That's okay, Jake. It doesn't spin
1: far enough, and I don't feel like shouting. Um, Next up for me, I'm going to switch to Energy City Brewing's Pineapple Coconut Cream Pie. Cream Um, pie, you say? Yes, sir. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Yes, it is a Berliner-style vice beer, um, which contains real fruit, so I actually have to...
0: Oh, yeah. Shake it up a little bit. Give a little twisty twist. While you're doing that, I'm going to be drinking Portland Cider Co's. Tangerine dreamsicle. Ooh. Juicy tangerines and Northwest apples mingle with pure, creamy vanilla. Vanilla's not creamy, so I think it's weird to describe pure vanilla as creamy. Um, but that's okay. Either way, can looks like this. Uh, the one thing that's intimidating about this is that it's delicious. a 20 ounce can. <laughs> so, respect. Uh, that kind of blows. Uh, but it does look good, so I'm excited about it. It Probably sounds a lot better good. Than this one.
1: I'm a sucker for anything like creamsicle so.
0: Me too. Um, Speaking of the devil, unrelated but related, did you like Push Pops as a kid? Loved them. Have you had one as an adult?
1: They're not good.
0: They're not good. They're not good. They're not good.
1: I almost, I almost had nostalgic items as one of the things I wanted to talk about for the overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated, yeah. and I was going to say they were wildly overrated.
0: Well, the sad thing is, is, I think like a lot of nostalgia belongs as nostalgia. You know, you just got to think about it, think back on it, and think about how amazing it was. Like jugs, yeah, that's what they were called, right? The jugs, Jug jugs, Hugs. God damn it! I do that every time. So like every time. Well, I think when I grew up, I, I think we, my mom bought the off-brand. The, yeah, there there were different brands of them. I don't think I ever had like hugs, um,
1: but that was the I little, just try, try to guess. Hugs is like the cheap Walmart brand.
0: Maybe that's what we had, dude. I have a terrible memory. Truly, I do. But
1: also, like, there's so many things that like they have a name but growing up you never called them that like everybody like the i call them freezer sticks some people call them otter pops some people yeah. call them god knows what like those have a million different names and half of them are just made up hmm. uncle kyle says okay. they're still good at 40 they're not good they're really I not good uncle i don't i don't mind them but i i used to be able to like
0: slam those as a kid and now i got like two in me and i'm like i'm dude I to no now. I, I had one in like the it, it is like the most manufactured taste that you yeah, ever Yeah, it's,
1: artific- it's zero sugar. They're artificially flavored. They're gross. Yeah.
0: But I don't know, dude. Some nostalgia belongs as nostalgia. That's for sure. Agreed.
1: All right. What's your second
0: topic? So I don't like a lot of the topics that I have on my list. I don't. I really don't. I think some of them are good. Some of them are not. Some of them will have to just fit a certain mood. So this is what I'm going to talk about. This is our last podcast before Thanksgiving. It is. So, Jake, talk to me about your tr- Thanksgiving traditions. That'll be part of it. And then talk to me about your Thanksgiving plans, and I will do the same for you.
1: Nice and simple. I like it. Um, don't really have a ton of traditions, honestly. We always pretty much just go to my grandma's. Um, we never eat turkey on Thanksgiving. I guess that's... I don't like not- turkey. I do. We bought a overrated. turkey
0: this year. I Thanksgiving think. turkey's overrated. Yes and no. Nope.
1: There's not a better leftover than Thanksgiving
0: leftovers. I think anytime I've ever had a Thanksgiving turkey, it has been an under-seasoned, bland piece of meat that the only way that it tastes really good is if you put a fuckload of gravy on it. Fair. I'm smoking mine, so. Smoked turkeys are pretty good. I will give you that. And I've never had a fried turkey, which shocks some people, maybe. I have. Fried turkey fucking hits. And I've heard fried turkey's really good, but I've never had it. Um, but baked fucking giant, dry flavorless Turkey is not exciting. It's overrated. Yeah.
1: Um, so we never do Turkey. We always do ham. So it's not like, it's like a brown sugar glazed ham that we, uh, that my grandma always makes. That's pretty much, that's really the only like tradition that we have. Like besides that, it's just like watch football, drink beer. Yeah. Like when we were younger and like our parents were all younger and everybody was young. Like we'd maybe play like a, a football game. There were a couple of years where like we hosted Thanksgiving at our house. And instead of going outside to play football, we would play Madden. So we'd play like a Madden tournament within the family. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But besides that, I mean, that's really it. Like it's just a, it's a, it's a relaxing holiday, right? Like it's, it's, that's how it most is. people mm-hmm. treat it. And then five years ago, I would have told you, uh, at, after Thanksgiving dinner, get a nice little nap in, and then you just go start getting in line to Black Friday Black shop Friday, for the shit that yeah. opens at midnight. But I don't do that anymore. I buy my shit online mm-hmm. two weeks prior. I've already done most of my Christmas shopping. So There's
0: probably some pretty good studies on how most people do that now, I think. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, that's why like Walmart's like, oh, yeah, we're not opening yeah. on Thanksgiving Day anymore or or yep. non-Black Friday at midnight anymore. It's like, yeah, nobody could fucking comes in anymore doesn't matter. Yep. Um, But yeah, and then this year for Thanksgiving, um, I think it's pretty much the same. I think we're going to my grandma's uh, for, like, the first part of the day. Um, Once we come back home, we're doing, I think, like, a dinner with Jess's family. But I think that's pretty much it.
0: I grew up with, like, the more I think about it, too, like, the older I get, the more I look back on this. I think my family is just, like, a bunch of isolationists that hate tradition. Like my, my family does not want to, did you, uh, Uncle Kyle said he got a great deal on his monitor from Walmart. He did. I'm assuming that's online and I bet you probably did. Black Friday does have good deals. You just have to find them, right? Let me, I'll pull up the specs of it and then we can We can talk about guys. that yeah. really quick. Uh, cause we don't have a ton of time. But anyway, it, assuming we still need to get your other topic in, that is. Anyway, so my family doesn't do much. I think my family hates each other and just doesn't want to say it out loud. And, and I say that like half jokingly, but half serious. Because, like, my family gets together. Everybody gets in the same room. And when I say everybody, I mean very few people because I have a small family. There's, like, ten of us. People will hop in the same room and then do whatever it is that's expected for that holiday as quickly as fucking possible. and Yeah. So, like, Christmas. Everybody shows up, opens the fucking presents, eats the quick little, like, finger foods, and then gets the fuck out. Nobody wants to stay and hang around. Same thing with Thanksgiving. That being said, when I was younger... Everybody did get together. We had the big table. Everybody would sit around, yeah. pass the fucking food, eat the food. And then, like you said, it was just a relaxing holiday. And then we always did the Black Friday shopping. Yeah, That's a thing of the past. I haven't done that in years. <clears throat> but now, I th- I'm thankful for my aunt for facilitating this new tradition because it's been going pretty strong for the last, shit, I don't know, quite a few years now um, with Carly and I, and that is that I spend every Thanksgiving in Dallas, and... It is a a perk of this tradition that I appreciate, but it could go away and I would still probably like go to Dallas and spend time with my aunt because I like to be out there. Um, But we always go to the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving, which is like the coolest shit in the world. Like I said, AT&T Stadium has has a great atmosphere. And I'm so fortunate to have gone to a Kings game and then get to go to a Dallas game within two weeks. It's pretty cool. Um, I feel thankful, if you will, this year. Um, But that is our tradition now. We go to Dallas. We, like you, do not do turkey, but we don't do ham either. My uncle almost always does a smoked brisket, mm. which is so fucking good. Mm. Um, I, I, bought a
1: ch- I bought a chest freezer just so I could store brisket in yeah. there so I could smoke one.
0: We specifically told him this year like not to worry about it because we're making a pretty short trip out of this. We're going to hop over there, eat or do whatever they want. We could even just go to a restaurant I don't give a fuck for Thanksgiving and then yeah. hop over to the game. And then we're going to come back home. So... It's going to be a quick little trip this year, but that being said, we do love uh, getting to go out there, see them, hang out, relax, uh, and then go to the Dallas game, which is a pretty awesome tradition. I like it. We had to miss out on it a couple years because of COVID, so fuck COVID. So we're rolling back into it this year, and I'm pretty excited about it.
1: Uncle Kyle says he's happy that his kid will be able to see his side of his extended family, which is very true. It'll be my first time meeting him, so that'll be cool. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. He's going. He's going to my grandma's house uh, for that. Um, his monitor, by the way, thirty-two inch QHD, which is fourteen forty. Uh-huh. Uh, for those who aren't aware, one hundred sixty-five hertz th- monitor for only two hundred dollars. Fifty dollars less than you can find that exact monitor at any other store per honey. So
0: that is the same specs that I have. I don't same. know what he has, but
1: I, mine's curved. I think my. I think I'm the unique one there. Mine's not curved. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm the unique one there on the curb monitor side of things, but that is his. But yeah, Thanksgiving is a very chill holiday. I like it being a chill holiday. I I've always enjoyed Friendsgiving a little bit more though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Get your friends together for one. Uh one of our friends, Alina, she used to always do a Friendsgiving, but the only rule of Friendsgiving was that you couldn't bring thanks like you couldn't bring food that was like for the holiday.
0: Oh, thank God. So like people,
1: one of our friends would legit go buy like 10 large fries from McDonald's Hell and yeah, that, and that was what he would bring. And That's so dope. it was, that was sick because it was always like a nice change of pace for that, but
0: friends givings and like white elephant Christmas gift exchanges or whatever with like your friends on Christmas are like one of the best ways to do it hundred percent. We hosted it once when we were in Florida and I wish we could have done it in Tucson and it just never materialized. So once like we get our roots settled in here, we'll probably have to start doing that out here because it is a lot of fun to do it that way.
1: Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, so much better.
0: My family sucks at tradition. Is the is the bottom line?
1: Yeah, yeah. my family doesn't have a lot of traditions either. So yeah, Pretty it's fine. They're overrated. We tolerate each other. <laughs> traditions are overrated. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, Jake. What is your next topic?
1: What are your thoughts on Elon Musk buying Twitter and how that's all going?
0: That's a good one. It is. Um, I think he probably recognizes that it was a mistake now. I think he recognized that it was a mistake after he like put his dick on the table and was like, I'm fucking doing this. Yeah. And, and then, then, they then they were they like, were like oh, okay. okay. And, and he, he was, was like, like, oh, fuck. shit. Yeah. And
1: then he was like, I shouldn't pay a billion dollars just to not well, buy Well, 44 it. of them. Well, it was he had an option to spend a billion and not actually go through with it.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, and then I thought he had decided. Signed a con- was that a part of the contract he signed? Yeah, because he yeah. signed a contract early. Like he put it all on the table.
1: Yeah, because they were I, basically like, "We don't believe you. Here's our price," and he said, "Okay, signed yeah, and he, it." And then he was like,
0: "Fuck." He was basically told, "Put your money where your mouth is," and he did it. But I think he did that before, like all of his like actual investors were committed as well, and like on paper committed. So he ended up sending a, sh- a shitload of shares of Twitter and like value of Twitter to Saudi Arabia, I-, I believe. Like one of his like largest investors was from there, which is like one of the biggest like quellers of free speech. So it's pretty fucking funny, right? Like he wants to take over the platform, and he's like very, very, very pro free speech. But then he sold a shitload of it to fucking Saudi Arabia.
1: So and then was also like, hey, by the way, if you don't have parody in your account name, oh man, or yeah, the, the whole thing you.
0: is like like pay for the blue check mark right and it's like yeah it is it is brilliant to watch how how unprepared he was and how like average ass people are taking advantage of it right oh like yeah some random fucking dude creates a twitter account for the f- folks that like do the mass production of insulin yeah Eli and Lee. buys the $8 check marks, check mark and goes insulin is free and that company <laughs> tax right the way a billion dollars the way that we have seen random fucks on the internet
1: just obliterate stock prices over the past week has been like lockheed martin their stocks their shares went down like crazy eli Lilly was right there like all of these companies just getting fucked by some random guy on twitter who's like i'm gonna meme this
0: yeah that being said i i i hate that he I think, in general, him having bought Twitter is a bad thing for everyone. Yes. I think it's not going to do anything for free speech. So, if you're an Elon fucking fanboy and you think that that's what's going to happen, it's not. Right? Like, a lot of the rules of Twitter will not change. And it's actually being maybe potentially more restrictive because anybody that criticizes him as a person is getting their accounts blocked now too and fired from jobs. If they work there, like you are not allowed to speak out against him. So I think it has had a net neutral, if not slightly negative effect for free speech. I think advertisers are walking away. So you're losing advertising space. I think there's a chance that the company goes bankrupt, which would be, painful for some people quite a lot of people especially employees of the company i think a lot of people lost their jobs because of this which is not a good thing yeah he,
1: he fired thirty seven hundred people and then had to go back and hire x amount of them because yeah. he realized they were actually important to the company
0: and i don't know if you saw the article the other day about how like he was like we're getting rid of all of bloatware in twitter because we only need like 20 percent of this software for twitter to run yeah and and he got rid of the two-factor shit. authentication yep And And so so anybody anybody log
1: in if you had two-factor? Anybody with two-factor, if you logged out, you could not log back in. It also broke it, so I have a check mark on Twitter. I had Twitter blue prior to this happening, so when Twitter blue became how you got a check mark, I got one. You couldn't change your name on Twitter anymore. Yep, yep. So I was Jake from State Farm with the trademark logo, Uh because that's been my name on Twitter the entire time. Thank God people figured out that if you click the edit button, enough times it'll it'll just go through now so i literally yeah. st- i stayed there clicking for th- like 30 40 times and now i'm just jake thank god yeah. i don't have to i literally had to put in my twitter bio not the real jake from state Farm because i'm like <laughs> i want to get banned yeah but yeah, yeah no it's just it's it's been a disaster and it the yeah. thing is like it has been a disaster if twitter goes away in the next year or two which is a very real possibility it's going to be because he bought it. If Twitter kept operating the same way that it mm-hmm. had in the past, yes, they would have kept losing money year over year.
0: What's the guy's name? The founder of Twitter. I can't remember. Jack. Jack I don't Do- remember. It Dorsey. Is that his Dorsey? Name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was doing an alright job, you know? And he was yeah. happy with it. Yeah.
1: And but the, I think. <laughs> happy enough. Um yeah, forty four billion dollars, I think. Be yeah, I'm right. sure he's happy now, yeah. Um but yeah, like if, if Twitter kept being Twitter and Elon never bought it, like it could keep losing money and that's fine. But Elon's way of handling the situation has not been great to say nah. the least. Nope. Um and I've already seen some rumors that he's looking for like a replacement CEO. Like he's already like
0: I don't want to deal with this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like getting fucking memed to Helen back. Did you see the stuff that went on? Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, was it Dua Lipa or Doja Cat? I didn't see they had that, their, no. changed their name to Christmas like they're actually like so you you know you have your handle on Twitter and then you yeah. have like your display name their display yeah. name was Christmas and when the checkmark thing happened nobody knew that you couldn't change it anymore you just all of a sudden couldn't change it anymore so she tweeted at him and was like hey can I can you help me I don't want to be Christmas forever and then he he tweets back and goes you should be able to change your name now And then they changed it, their their profile picture, to that picture of him, like, balding, looking like a fucking dweeb. (laughs) And they changed their name to, like, Fart.
0: (laughs) It's so dumb. but just instantly
1: memed him. I mean, it's
0: just, like, the the epitome of disaster. It really has been really bad. I think it's bad for the company. It's bad for everybody. And I don't know. I think celebrities shouldn't own social media platforms because they're always going to have an agenda right like it needs to be on like i don't i don't know the right answer dude i i I truly don't know like you look at fucking dipshit at facebook and like meta now and like that he's just driving that company in the ground too and it's not like facebook hasn't been kind of like crumblings you know over the years anyway but like the metaverse concept is just like it's it's hilarious to watch this meltdown happening too like i didn't realize because i don't give a fuck about the metaverse that like people didn't have legs maybe still don't like your, your character inside the metaverse is just a torso, like a floating torso, which is hilarious to me. And it's like, and also Apple, I think, finally has like decided to step into that game as well because Apple has a VR headset and I think they're going to make like mm-hmm. a VR world like in competition with meta. And so it's like, I don't know, dude. I think they're going to drive that shit to the ground.
1: All I know is being a CEO must not be that hard.
0: <sighs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to do it.
1: If you can run Twitter... Tesla, SpaceX, whatever the fuck else he's CEO of, it can't but be that hard of a job.
0: He, he might be CEO in name, but I feel like there's some like senior management officials that are actually doing all of the functions of the actual CEO. Probably. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's a hands-on CEO of all those places. Yeah, he might pretend re- to be though.
1: Regardless, it's been a fucking disaster. It sucks because I yep. love Twitter
0: i am neutral about twitter i think it's probably what i use the most right now but that's just because i don't like facebook and instagram isn't the social space that twitter is
1: i know i'm like what happens when twitter like what do i do when twitter goes away am i gonna have to start posting on TikTok? like i might
0: i don't know what i do i might just delete social media at that point i can't i'm addicted but i'm really not i i do it because i'm bored and i could find other things to do when i'm bored (laughs) I'm sure I could, but my
1: ADHD kicks in, and then what may, used to just be something to make me not bored now makes me just fucking, become a
0: redditor. I, bro, I think that might be one of the most toxic communities in the world. I know <laughs> it might be. I'm, I'm kind of down for it at this point. <laughs> uh, I'm a passive viewer of Reddit. I don't post anything. Me neither.
1: But yet. Yeah, Uncle Kyle says. Elon buying it sucks. I hope he does find a new CEO. I hope they revert a lot of the changes that have been made. I'd much rather yep. it be back to what it was three months ago because yep. it was
0: fine. It was fine. There were there was no problems with, with Twitter.
1: Twitter. Except for the fact that they were losing money every month. Shut up, Elon. No one gives a fuck.
0: I mean, yeah, so what? <laughs> all the money's in advertising, right? And yeah. now he's losing all of that, too, because he's a fucking idiot.
1: No, he's not. He's taking money out of his left pocket and putting it in his right pocket by having SpaceX buy a large advertising
0: package from Twitter. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty good. That way he can report fucking positive numbers for the shareholders because it is a publicly traded company, which is a shame for the shareholders right now. Yeah, it's... uh, Sorry, Jake. Write your next beer. Uh, this one is,
1: I haven't even gotten close to finishing yet because I got to talking, but oh, it's uh, it's very tasty. It's very much a dessert beer. You might even like it though, because um, I know you like coconut. It's very I coconut-y. i have no problem with
0: dessert beers. I just don't like IPAs.
1: Well, this is technically like a sour sour mm. style, but it's not actually sour. You get a little bit of the sour from the pineapple, but it tastes like, Yeah. I mean, imagine you were drinking a pina colada in a Love beer form. Colada. It's very good. This one gets a four, flat four.
0: Okay, um, I wish people would have more truth in advertising of what their shit tastes like. And specifically with ciders, a cider always tastes like apple. Yeah. You can't inject more flavor into that and be very successful. I'm this um, tastes like an angry orchard. ain't nothing wrong with that? It's fine, right? It sure as shit doesn't taste like an orange dreamsicle. I can fucking promise you that. Which is why false advertising. You get a one point five. <laughs> That's fair. It's not it's not good. It's fine. It just tastes like an, an apple cider.
1: Well, there's nothing wrong with a good apple cider every now and again. I just bought a gallon of it. I'm gonna make some spike cider this weekend. That'll it's be gonna fun. be good time.
0: Yeah, yeah, why not? All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. This has been another episode of Two Average Husbands. Jake is on Twitter, as we just bitched about, at Perry underscore FF. I am still on Twitter at Kyle and Herson. You can find us on our Two Average Husbands page, page account, whatever you want to call it, at number 2 avg husbands on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us streaming all over the place. Uh, and then you can, uh, if you don't feel like watching live on YouTube, by the way, uh, if you want to watch live on YouTube... Uh, You can also, in addition to that now, watch us live, as we've mentioned a few different times, on Twitter and on Twitch. The comments don't work on Twitter, Twitter, if you want to watch us live. So you can comment live on uh, YouTube or on Twitch, or we are still in the Discord chat if you want to uh, comment and chime in on there, and we will be happy to... Bring your comments into the discussion. If you have topics or anything like that that you'd like us to discuss, please let us know on any of the things that I just mentioned. Other than that, I've talked enough. Jake, close us out.
1: As always, Kyle covered most of it. If you have anything you want to see us talk about, let us know. If you want to see any additional content from us in any way, shape, or form, um, uh, like my buddy Ryan, he's got a a couple football arguments he wants to bring my way. I'm going to give him these hands, and Kyle's just going to have to moderate and tell me to stop yelling. Yeah, I can do Uh, that. Hopefully, got some video game streams planned coming up here somewhat shortly once we get it all figured out and figure out how to get both of our perspectives in the stream at the same time, if that's even somewhat possible. If not, you'll have to deal with probably my screen, um, which is Mm. probably better for you guys. (laughs) Uh Anyways, thank you all for tuning in. We will see you in the next episode. And as always, don't forget to